All right, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome into Off the Post. I'm your host, Karma. Always with us is Kronovi. And special guests today are Durku in the top left, TikTok superstar. Face reveal as well. We'll get to that in a second. And of course, a lot of you are familiar with Cash, pro player from Quadrant, major attendee. And uh, I think we'll start there, Cam, if you don't mind talking mm-hmm. to Cash. How's it feel, brother? Making the major, finally. Uh, and you did it, you know, you didn't play this weekend, so you got to kind of chill out and watch. Is that a positive for you? Is that a negative for you? How are you feeling? I mean, I feel great, obviously, to make the major, but it, it's a, it is a sad feeling watching when, obviously, we had the, we went to both championship Sundays in Region 1 and 2. But, yeah, I mean, first major, I've been working for this for, like, the last two years, and it, it feels amazing. Yeah, it's always been, I mean, going back to last season, not to bring up, Bad memories, but it's always the regional three. That's the hard one. It's always the tough one. But you guys, you guys put in the work in regional one and regional two. I mean, you guys looked fantastic. And it it was enough to push you over the finish line. You didn't didn't have to worry too much. Got the games you needed. Um, Your matchup, I believe, going into the major is going to be version one. And I just, I wanted to ask you, you know, how, how confident are you going into that match on like a scale of one to 10? I'm a ten. I mean, I've I've watched any of this whole split and they're sleeper sleeper region right now. So hey, it's going to be the Cash X Com online. I'm excited. All right, I like to hear that. I like to hear that. Switching things over to Dirk, you Dirk, obviously, uh, face reveal for you. Are you a little nervous being on camera, or are you like completely comfortable? You're fine with it. I mean, obviously, I haven't done this before, um, but yeah, I mean, it kind of feels natural. So I'll probably start doing it a bit more. Yeah. I- I thought like, you know, when, we, when when you first came onto the scene, I guess, so to speak, I don't know how else to phrase that. Uh, I felt like TikTok is just, it's an interesting place because it's a spot where not many people like in Rocket League came from because it's such a newer thing. Um, and before we get into like RLCS recap, just for you, how do you find it difficult coming from TikTok to get into the RLCS scene? Like, particularly the pro scene, if you're interested in that, or just the community in general, just because you're coming from a different platform where not many Rocket League people are popularized in. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it was always quite difficult um, because I was always like just mainly on TikTok. So moving to, uh, moving to Twitch and, and different platforms was, it wasn't the easiest um, because I literally had to start from scratch with, with no like people um, to help me. Uh, but as of I've, I've done it for like maybe like a year now i've been streaming on twitch stuff like that um it's got easier and i've made i've made a lot more more friends uh in the community that's great yeah a, a question i wanted to ask you darku was um on your your grind to content you know like i wanted to ask you first how you kind of just got started and like what made you do content but then also like when you started you know posting consistently was it just this slow and steady increase or were those like there's some big breakthrough moments that like maybe this one video just suddenly popped off and it kind of propelled your channel and you realized, oh, you know, I need to do this more. And it was kind of these big step ups here and there, or was it just like a very gradual uh, increase? Yeah. Um, so this was back in lockdown. So like two, two and a half, three years ago, um, me and my friends were bored, obviously like everyone was. Um, so we decided to do a race to 1000 followers. So we just posted rocket clips. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and yeah ever since then i've just been uh posting not consistently but 
um there was about that there was a time maybe like i'd say two three months into my uh into me posting uh, and i got this video which literally just blew up it was like two three million views um out of absolutely wow. nowhere and uh yeah ever since then i've just been uh i've been posting like decently consistently with a, with a few breaks obviously because you do get burnt out um but yeah that's that's kind of what propelled my my uh my channel and and you know help me where i get where i am now awesome that's sick to hear yeah because i i'm a big proponent for you know content creation especially if you're a pro player uh, uh cash i'm uh you know you gotta you gotta get on the you know I, I know you got some plans coming up soon but after the major you know i want to start seeing my youtube recommendations i want to be scrolling through my for you page and a cash video pops up like pro players when you have the spotlight when, when you've got that time like use it to make content because you can just and you got to post it everywhere because some platforms get a ton of views like you know pulling multiple millions of views like that's that's, that's crazy. crazy yeah that, that's absolutely crazy to hear that from you darky that just you post some rocket league clips and obviously your clips are very good i've seen them you're a very very talented player um but like just to get that many views on something like that's so many eyes on you and that can really just help with like not just your career, but just with like your name and your longevity in the scene. So I, I always encourage people to just do more content. Absolutely. Content definitely for any pros or up and comers listening. It's better to get your name out there, especially with the way the bubble scene is right now, where there's pretty much just nothing. <laughs> <What bubble> scene? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's pretty much nothing for you to do right now. And, uh, you know, the way you create value for yourselves, obviously, is through numbers for organizations. It's like a marketing. So. Any up and coming players out there, even if you don't think you're good, it's better to just get something going. Um, I also think it's good too, just like it's a good way to meet people in the community and and you know get involved in the Rocket League scene. Um, so apart from the content side, obviously we have the EU Invitational this weekend, and Carmine Corp once again made it to the finals, but lose this time to Liquid. And I have an interesting statistic, which is probably not known to anyone. I've been giving my boost and alpha wheels to Team Liquid for probably six months, every regional, okay? And I've also given them to Jan. When Jan had it, he's lost every tournament except the Middle Eastern one with my boost. So I was assuming it was cursed. And this confirms it because I didn't give my stuff to Team Liquid this weekend and they win the whole thing. They didn't even make past top eight last time. So, uh, so I think that's enough to conclude. Nobody asked me for my boost anymore. <laughs> okay, all of Team Liquid, leave me alone. You're not getting it. It's cursed. I'm just going to sell it at this point. Maybe maybe you should help cash out for the major. <laughs> yeah, and give it to V1. Yeah, give it to V1. And your wheels while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll draw it off to Archie, you know. <laughs> but uh, so Team Liquid, I'll start with, with cash, okay? Cash, Team Liquid to me is really confusing because when I watch them... I, in my head, as a boomer Rocket League player, I'm like, you're overcommitting. There's too many people forward, okay? What is going on? And then somehow, a Chronic is pre-jumping whatever his teammate's doing and is going for a double touch. Is it as crazy on the field as it seems like as an analyst watching these games against Liquid? Yeah, for sure. I mean, every time we screen them, it's always just chaos, complete chaos. Um, you know, Atal and Oski just going as fast as they can for the ball. And I think Akronik's actually quite underrated as a third man. He always makes sure that they don't get counterattacked easily. And I mean, yeah, they're just overall a chaotic team. And uh, Does that play into their <clears throat> advantage, do you think, as a team that like 
maybe they thrive in chaos and it's not really as like when when splice played we were very organized and i realized that times have completely changed but i feel like french teams as well are very organized and uh even teams like oxygen where it's like they have a game plan and they're just kind of doing it and, and it's not they don't seem to deviate hugely from it with liquid it just seems like they're all in all the time and it they do get punished, but they score more than they get punished. And it just seems like a weird, a weird play style that is, can it translate on land? You guys think? I don't know. It just seems like so ballsy <laughs> for lack of a better word. I, I think it's a double-edged sword, yeah. isn't it? I think it come if they're confident and they're playing good on the day, I think it works. But also we've seen in regional one and two where they weren't performing the best and they had the implications and obviously it, it was the reason the player bad and didn't get the result they wanted. Yeah, I mean, with it translating the stage, though, I think players play so many games now. And I mean, Liquid have played on stage before. I mean, they reverse swept G2 um, on the, on a stage. That was in that was London, I think, right? Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I, I think they could totally translate it. You know, it's all about how you're feeling on the day. And I, th I thought Carmine actually looked really good today. Um, they were like more of the controlled chaos style. Like they kind of just always have a touch. Like they're ready to just hit it past you. And they follow up really well. They have some really great infield passing. Like they just kind of sneak passes in. Like drop down aerial to somebody waiting in the box. Um, but I mean, Liquid, Liquid have an incredibly high ceiling. And it's just a matter of whether they hit it or not on the day. That's what I think. It's more of an on the day thing. Uh, and for you, Durku... Uh, where does Team Liquid rank for you for the major? Do you feel like they could be uh, potential LAN winners? Um, do you think they'll struggle to make it out of groups? Um, because for me, I think Team Liquid has always been this team that is on the bubble of greatness, I guess. Like, they all have had high expectations. They're highly mechanical. It's just like, can they put it together? Do you think they can put it together for the major, make a run? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, you saw what they did today, so of course <laughs> they can. I think um, all three of them are incredibly mechanical. Uh, so if, if they're having a good day, then why not? Yeah, I think that's a fair that's a fair assessment. Um, it, it's kind of hard for me to go off um, of a lot of liquid results just because I feel like they have been consistently top eight. But from there, it's just kind of like it's always a question mark, right? And I think this might be a huge confidence builder for them. Um, they dominated. They even played uh, Team Vitality, who, uh, not to jump all the way back into the bracket, but I'm a big Team Vitality fan uh, of all three of those players, and I think that they're kind of on the rise. And they handled them completely. 4-1, it didn't really look close. And then they went on to EG, who is another team that is kind of like Liquid, where it's like they have a lot of potential. They could be stellar. And it seems like they didn't really put it together this split, handled them for one. And I just wonder, you know, is this the turning point for Team Liquid, Cash? Are you are you afraid now more of the Team Liquid that you are used to now that they have a win under their belt? Or is it, you know, they still have a little bit more proving to do? I mean, I've, I mean, for me, I'm never personally afraid of teams because I believe that my team can be the best in EU as well. But I definitely think Liquid win this regional is will be a shift of momentum for them and uh, build the confidence and they'll be a lot more consistent, yeah. I think one so, thing, Cam, that was like we mm -hmm. talked about during the finals, 
Carmine wasn't playing for anything once they made this finals, right? So not really. Carmine yeah, I mean, were playing for points, right, or more dominance. Just, just pride. That's kind of what they, you know, just, yeah. to, just, to, just to prove they were the best. And I mean, to be honest, that's all like Vatira needs. I think he's all about proving like that he's the best player, and he just exudes this confidence in his Rocket League. So I feel like I feel like Carmine were still playing like near peak performance, or they were definitely trying. But Liquid had. A lot more to play for like because they 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 went up to second seed i believe off of this so they get to play they jumped um, the oxygen believe, boys yeah they, they get they get team secret now who are no slouch but still um it's a lot i i would say you if you're team liquid you would probably rather have team secret over g2 I think they, would, the they would have one. gotten g2 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think i think you pick team secret almost every time there if you're team liquid so a lot to play for but they, they're coming off of just a ton of momentum as well you know, to, to qualify on the same day that you get to play the grand final. Like, I've had moments like that. I know what that feels like. And that it's just, it's this, like, permanent adrenaline rush for the rest of the day. <laughs> and you get to play the grand final on that. So, pretty nice for them. But, you know, it was, at the same time, it's, it's good timing, right? Winning a regional three is a lot better than winning a regional one and then kind of, like, slowing down which i think happened to oxygen who's a team i want to like touch on a little bit that i'm actually a bit worried for for the major as good as they yeah. looked in regional one uh it's been hit or miss here or there and so i'm wondering for teams that have had you know rough regional two maybe rough regional three what's on the drawing board for them you know they have a lot of time they have this is probably the longest break you get is between regional three and a major and then maybe the major and regional one you, you don't get really that many more breaks in rocket league anymore so what are teams like the number one focus for them going into the major to make adjustments. You know, you want to win that round one. You have to prep for that match as much as possible. Swiss is very important. Starting off 1-0 is great. You don't want to be like, you know, Moist were tweeting nonstop this weekend because they, they didn't make it out of Swiss. They, they started 0-2 in Swiss and just couldn't beat out Williams uh, Resolve in game five. And they were stuck with the fate you know, outside of their hands, just having to watch games. So you don't want to have that happen to you. You want to start strong in Swiss and winning that round one and starting one zero is like super important. So I guess cash, I mean, not to, not to leak any strats or anything, but what do you think is the, the number one focus for y'all going into the major to be V1? At least for us, I feel like there was quite a big difference between the way we performed as a team in Regional 2 and Regional 3. So I think for us, we'll be looking back and just just seeing what we did different, um, what we changed from Regional 2 to Regional 3, and just trying to get back to what we were like in Regional 2, because obviously the result in Regional 3 wasn't what we wanted, but we still know we're more than capable of getting them top twos in majors and winning majors or top eights. Is there a shift in mentality uh, when you guys don't make a top eight cash just because I feel like you guys lost to what I thought were the top two seeds in Europe, which not to say that you can't beat them, right? I'm not saying that. However, I don't like, I'm not saying losses matter more than others, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like you lost to Carmine and Oxygen, who you can argue are the number top two teams in Europe on their day. And I think Oxygen, particularly when you lost to them, was during the first regional. They were a different beast that weekend. I don't know what they all drank. G Fuel, whatever. Um, and then you played Carmine, who seemed like they ran into that form as well in that regional. Um, and then your third regional, of course, you guys didn't play the way you wanted, but 
I don't, what I'm trying to say is I hope there's not a shift in mentality for you guys. Of course, you want to make sure that you're buttoning down the hatches and making sure you're playing the way you want. However, you can't be too upset about your losses so far, right? Heading into the major, you guys have to still be pretty, pretty confident. Oh, definitely not. I think we've all exceeded our expectations in making the major in the first split in general anyway. So I think we're all very happy with how much we've improved so much already. But we've also got to remember that we, we've all got a very high drive to win and we will do whatever it takes to win. So we just got to keep working hard. What's it like teaming with Relating Wave? Um, coming from the experience that he had last year, obviously he um, left his team, found a new team. Uh, with his experiences, he... A quiet guy? Is he more of an in-game leader? What's it like playing with him? He's a very quiet guy. I think he, he's, a, he's a lovely person and we get on well, but he's very quiet. He kind of just, he tries to just fit into the team and let the players do what they want. And he just does his job. Um, but Wave, I think Wave's heavily slept on in, in Europe, at least. And I also kind of, not to dominate the conversation, but I kind of feel the same way about Ixo. Um, just because when I used to visit Europe a lot, I'd play him all the time. And I just thought he was spectacular, especially back in the day in 1v1s. Now I think he's more proving his prowess in threes. Um, what's it like teaming, teaming with Ixo as well? I think that, you know, all three of you being British players, um, is that something you guys kind of bond over, uh, that cultural aspect? And I ask that because I have this theory that the EU cultures um, kind of influence play styles and groups and teams and stuff like that. Can you speak to that at all, or am I just losing all my marbles? I feel like the the, the <laughs> at least the Spanish scene is definitely influenced by it because you can tell just from watching the Spanish teams to like us, for example, they're just hectic. They're very demo heavy, very aggressive, very ball chasey. So in an aspect, I can agree to it. And in regards to the team with Ixo, I mean, Ixo is just one of the hardest grinders I've ever seen in the game. He's me and him, we click really well and we both have the same drive to win and he's kind of like the IGL of the team. He kind of makes sure everything's going well. We stick into what we want to because he's been with our coach Snasky the longest. Um, and yeah, having the full UK team is just, the vibes are always immaculate. We've all, we all <laughs> get on really well and, you know, it's just, we can laugh about the same things as well. And uh, you guys don't have a sub, right? Because we have an English player in the Discord with us, uh, just saying, who is available. <sighs> Uh, Unfortunately, we do have a sub. Oh, you do. We uh, have Paula, who is a UK person as well. So that obviously tried, makes everything Durkin. a bit sweeter. I tried, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, Durku, watching all these teams? Like, do you do you have pro aspirations? Or I, I are you kind of just have vibing? time with all the content you're doing? You know, do you have yeah. time to watch all these RLCS games? Oh yeah, I do have time. Um, but yeah, in terms of pro. It, it's it's more of like a if it happens it happens um i i'm not i don't really like going out of my way to do scrims and and six mans and all that stuff i just i just play ranked um and get clips from there so if i if i'm if i end up on a good team uh that does well then you know it i i'll, I'll try but yeah it's it's not it's it's not like a, a drive for me it's it's more of if it you know if it happens it happens well how many views would a tiktok get if it was a clip, but it was in RLCS, <laughs> think about it. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, true. I mean, ten million. Yeah, of, 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 of course it will be like <laughs> if if I do go pro, it'll, it'll you know the views will the views will go up and and you know my profile will go up as well. But you know it's 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 really tough because 
you know you see everyone trying to go pro and i'm still quite far away um in terms of in terms of going pro so yeah i mean i would love to i would but you know it's 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 a, it's a hard grind it's a hard grind i mean it's it's a big time commitment i mean I know a lot of teams do minimum, like, you know, two hours of scrims every day, probably an hour of odd review quite often. I mean, Cash, how many hours do you spend just, like, not even in ranked, just, like, you know, scrims, replays, training for something specific? We scrim, like, normally we scrim, like, two, three hours a day. And then I, I personally, I have one individual session an hour every week or sometimes more if necessary. Um, and then, obviously, I'm a bad shooter, so I always have to practice my shooting every time I get on the game. So <laughs> I relate to that a lot. Uh, cause I switched to both air rolls only now, so I don't have a normal and my shooting is gone in, in the tank. Uh, it's so hard to aim with just those. Um, but yeah, if, guys, if you have any questions for cash or Durku or me and cam, feel free to join the discord, hop on, we'll pull you in. Um, an admin will be in there just to ask you for your topic, but the phone lines are open. If you guys want to hop in, ask a question, our discord, feel free. Everything has to be respectful, of course. I shouldn't have to say that, but I'll throw that out there yeah, every time. <laughs> um, so looking back now more towards the regional and the results, is there anything here, Durku, that surprised you? Um, this regional, any result that you thought, um, you know, maybe is painting a picture towards something larger, or is it just EU depth at work? <laughs> I was really impressed by G1. Um, I think they haven't had the best results recently, but I mean, they showed this, this regional that, you know, that the potential they have, um, all of, all of them are great players, obviously, you know, that goes without saying, um, and I think genuinely they can, you know, they can compete with the best. Yeah. G1 seemed like when they played oxygen, so I cast oxygen's game, so I'm pretty familiar with that team. And they struggle with G1 in particular because of this, like, somewhat stacking the net. I don't know how else to describe it. And I don't know if you see the same, all of you guys. Uh, not that they're just stacking the net, but they have, like, these layers of defense. And they almost allow Oxygen to shoot. Um, and I, I feel like it's an Oxygen-specific playstyle for them. Because when I watch them against KC, it doesn't really seem to be the same. And I guess what I'm asking is, what's what's it going to take for G1 to get over the hump? Because for me, I'm seeing a lot of good things, okay? Really good things. And I think they have potential, but they're not... They're missing something, and I don't know how to put my finger on it. It's just something when I watch, it doesn't seem like they can get to a grand finals playing that way. And win, win a grand finals, like, multiple times, like, comfortably. Am I crazy? <laughs> I would agree with you. I mean, it's hard as well. I don't really know what they could do to, to push over that edge. But I definitely agree with you. It just feels like there's something missing with the G1 in terms of threat. It feels like they have all the basics down. They cover each other. They have layers. They have attack. They have the ability to score. They can get games off of you. But I don't think that they can go in and dominate you for a series. I think it's kind of just a, a scrappy mess, as Jack apparently Jack uses to kind of describe Europe to NA. I feel like that's kind of G1's play style. And, um, you know, it, it gets them far. It ju I just don't see them winning. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I, I think G1 can <clears throat> play very consistently and, like, have a very high floor and just really wear teams down. And you'd be surprised at how often that play style just can work against so many teams. 
Um, maybe not like, you know, not against the championship team that's popping off. But I mean, we wouldn't even need to worry about talking about what do G1 need to fix if they had just not choked regional two. I mean, they were up 2-0 in Swiss. And then um, they took a L to Quadrant, EG, and Aogiri. And yeah, Cash sent them they, home. They, they went <laughs> home and they only missed the major by a few points. If they had just made it out of Swiss, they would have been fine. So, and honestly, I feel like, you know, the EG Aogiri game... Like they they beat they beat monkeys and they beat Carmine in game five to go up two zero in Swiss like that, that they should have been on top of the world like they they've had solid form in Swiss and they they just lost it in regional two so I think you have to go all the way back EU depth is I, I was calling this after Worlds I'm like EU depth is not a real thing it's just it's just EU consistency that's that's what I think yeah I think that's the question I have for Dirk and Cash is EU better than NA right now. In terms of RLCS top one through sixteen, um, because let me let me sprinkle some moist. I mean BDS not top eight this season, number one team from last year, and I know they're dealing with things, and um, that's something we'll probably talk about a little bit. Is some burnout, but uh, you've Tundra, a top four team from last time, twelfth this time. Not to get on you, Cash either. <laughs> Quadrant <laughs> as well outside the top eight. Um, Ogiri, who had been making tons of noise early on barely top 16 and even metza in the 16th seed so europe some spotty results but also on the other side na i feel like once you get outside the top x number of teams you guys can pick a number yeah you guys can pick a number it's a it's like a mountain it's like cronovi it's just a steep drop off <laughs> after top eight and it's like a big skill gap so i'll leave it to you Derku. Is EU better than NA right now? It's, it's so hard to say because um, I don't know. It's it's like Rocket League is such a is a game where consistency matters so much, and you see teams that you know are on top one day, they they you know fall off the next day. It's like it's so difficult to say. So honestly, I don't I don't know um, because <laughs> yeah, I I I, just, I can't answer that question. How about you, Cash? EU over any any day. I've got to back my region. I've got to. Okay, well, I was gonna have a follow up question: Is which which region is gonna win the major uh, this time? Obviously, Cash. I guess I guess you're going with. Yeah, I'm going with going Europe. With EU. Okay, Darky. Do you do you want to predict a region to yeah, win? Yeah, I'll I'll back okay. my own region. I'll back my okay, own region. Okay, that's fair. That's respectful. Come on. Is this is this a just where you're from bias, or are you guys like really looking at it statistically here? <laughs> well, I mean, I was gonna go NA, so. Okay, but I was not. So I'm yeah, on the gonna, EU team. What? Were you? what? You're yeah, a traitor. so I'm, I'm the only NA person on here right now. I'm on the EU side. <laughs> I think EU's better. Yeah, NA hasn't shown me anything. And I, I kind of want to go on a rant about it, but at the what same mean, time, it's like... the best like, NA team to ever grace Well, yeah, America. the EU kids are winning <laughs> no, in NA. No, apparently Jack's the greatest NA player of all time. Okay? I don't like, want to make Yeah, and this. he wasn't even the best in EU. <laughs> and he went to NA and now he's the best. I know, nice. that, that's the thing. Right, and not to knock off Jack or Dolly, but Jack wasn't even a top eight team last time. The last two regionals, or two splits, right? Not just the regional splits. And then he goes NA with Nolly and Chronic, who comes out of nowhere, apparently. Even though Chronic's been around for a while, chat, let me tell you. He's just a picky guy. I don't blame him because he's insane. But I'm but all I'm saying is last time an EU player moved to NA, he won a world championship. That's true. But Cam, you're, you're, you just said that against your own region. Um, <laughs> like no, Turbo, Turbo became the, Turbo, Turbo became the, one of the greatest NA players of all time. He's North American now. <laughs> He's mine. 
North American. Okay, like, we gotta get every Turbo king on has for his the reign. Major and every ask king him has his reign. Turbo's was the longest of all time. <laughs> Is it, it never long, be was Turbo's longer than BDS? Due to yes. the format, do you so, do you guys yeah. consider Turbo's reign better than BDS? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. So Turbo's still the goat for you guys, other than me, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just wanted just to about. confirm that. Uh, yeah, because like for me, and not to make this isn't the NA show, but I'm pissed off at FaZe. I, I'm just mad at FaZe. FaZe always don't win. And I don't know how to word it better. They have one of the best players ever on their team. And it's always something with them um, not winning. And, you know, I'm kind of getting annoyed, even though they're not doing terrible. It's like fourth and second. It's like, how can you be mad at fourth and second? But at the same time, their whole goal, the reason they're making changes is to win, right? So if FaZe, FaZe are just dominating an A right now, and even they can't win, and then you look at Europe, and teams are changing all over the place. And for me, it's just, you know, Europe has to be the dominant region, in my opinion, because of that. And I don't really think it's depth. I think it more has to do with play styles uh, for European players. And NA has me very concerned with the way they play the game because you have two European players come over who have fundamentals, chat, fundamentals. It's not, not crazy mechanics. And insane. I mean, they are crazy mechanically, but, and then they just make NA look silly. They make grand finals three times in a row and then win the third one. So if Gen G win the major, is that an NA team winning the major? Yes. So that would count as yeah. an NA team for you? I think that would count, but I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> I'm I'm interested to see how Gen G do against Europe. I think it's a really interesting storyline because of how I don't want to say bad, <laughs> how bad I think NA is. It's more like how inconsistent the NA play style is. I think Gen G are exposing them, and I kind of want to see how Gen G play against Europe because I think Europe will fully expose NA at the major. I and I hope I'm wrong. Hope I'm wrong. NA have always been top heavy. I don't know how or why, but we've always been a bit top-heavy. Luckily, when you go to the major, you only send your best teams. So I think North America will do True. okay. They'll do just fine. I think there are a few... The fact that Furia moved to NA, and then, like, I'm so sad that we don't see Furia at the major. Because on the stage, those three players are pure magic. And we just don't get to see them. Like, it's so... It's, tra it's honestly tragic. Yeah, uh, not to do an NA show here, but guys, do you think that was a mistake? I think so. Oh, Open-ended. Yeah. You think? Yeah, I think Kirk so. I mean, I think the... Taku? Hey? Oh, wait, what was the question again? <laughs> do you think Furia moving to NA was a mistake? Um, I mean, why would it be? I, it's, it's bad practice. It's They didn't know, make the major. Yeah, but... I mean, if they're not going to make the major in NA, then I don't know. Maybe they didn't deserve to do it anyway. Hmm. That's an interesting, interesting point of view. That's the, the alpha mindset. <laughs> I think Jan always say. deserves to make the major. I uh, agree. I think Jan's just different level. Yeah. Jan is impressive for a lot of reasons, not just because he, you know, the highlights that we see. Uh, it's everything for him. And it's a lot of, for me, the off the ball stuff that is more crazy it's more like how he takes a pass i guess or like a play i feel like he always rotates his car somehow to get the best most unpredictable hit on it 
and his outplays are just the best in the world. Uh, Vatira's are up there too. I think him and him and Jan for me for outplays are like tied. Um, Cash, you're close too. I love what you do when you're on the ball. You do some weird stuff. I watch your stream a lot. Um, when you're playing twos, I lurk. Um, and like just the creativity that Jan has on the ball. I think it's a shame he's not the major. And um, I still agree. Yeah. Any, any thoughts on that, Cash? I didn't mean to cut you off earlier. That's fine. I just think, you know, Furia, I think it was a bit risky moving to NA because I still think that they could have improved a lot more just by experience in the majors. Obviously, they got the game as they win, but I just think if they stayed in Sam for another season and then obviously you see the club, they're looking dominant. They look like pretty much the new Furia of Sam. Um, I just think if they get another season, got more land experience, I think they would have been smarter to move to NA a bit later. Yeah, that was it for me too, Cam. Uh, mm -hmm. Crow, Cam Crow. Uh, it, for me, it Cam just movement. felt like an early. It just felt like an early move, because they just had success, right? Like they they dominated that whole South American region that season. Won every regional except for one, I believe. Uh, went to the majors, made top eight every time. Go to Middle East. Uh, that Saudi. Sa was it Saudi Arabia? Gamers Aid. Gamers Aid, yeah. Gamers Sa yeah, Saudi Arabia. Uh, win that, right? And then move. I just felt, I kind of agree with Cash. I think you should have had that longevity a little bit longer. And then maybe, it's hard though, because as an individual, I feel like Jan probably would have gotten poached if they didn't move this season. So with yeah, that in mind, maybe that, yeah, that might have been a factor. Well... I don't know. I don't, I don't see why they would like leave each other because they were they were the only Sam team that was able to like perform internationally. Those three, and I mean Furia is like the biggest org there by far. Like you don't want to leave Furia, really. Um, I think especially after this weekend. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, CS:GO so, kind of changed everyone's opinion on, I think, lands in South America. Yeah, but you the players probably had the dilemma of. Do we stay in Sam for another season? Which now is, do we wait another year? Or do we move now? Because you're not going to move in the middle of the season. Like you, it's That's just not feasible. You know, you either do it right then or you wait an entire year. And maybe it was impatience. Maybe there was pressure. Or they felt like maybe there was pressure to continue like the hot streak they were on. And maybe they thought, oh, we are on a hot streak. So let's move and take advantage of it. Um... But I, they've they've fallen into the same trap complexity did in my opinion, and after some time, you I mean, now like now like Chad's not on complexity anymore, and he went over, but he went back to Sam, and I don't think they, I don't think his team qualified for the major. It was very close. They had a tiebreaker, um, but it's just like they, you could just stay in your region and be really strong. Um, Cash, what would it take you to move regions? You think like maybe. Maybe not even NA, you know, like what? what would I don't think I'd ever move regions. <laughs> I've had, I have, I probably should say this here, but I did have offers last season from NA teams, uh, but they just doesn't optic. interest me. I'd rather, optic. I personally, no, it wasn't Optic. It wasn't Optic. <laughs> uh, I personally Damn rather it. stay in EU because I'm, I still believe that EU is the best region. And if I can't qualify for a major in, in my own region, I personally don't think I deserve to even have the chance to move region because I feel like, I'm I'm too too proud of my own region as well. So I don't think anything would 
make me move regions. Would you, Durku? If Rogue called um, you up and said, yo, we love your TikToks, come play pro for us. You in um, or you out? <laughs> probably not. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's still an early time in my career. Um, I'd it's say. still an early time in, in, in that as well. Um, but no, I, I think staying in your region is, is, is good. Like the only time that you should move or maybe debate moving is if you're having like problems, um, which, you know, Cash, you are not. You're doing really well right now. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, def I'd definitely stay in, 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 my, in my own region until, you know, something happened, maybe. Even if you were f offered like. I'm just going to throw a number out there 20,000 a month to play for a team in NA. But Europe's I mean, offering you ten. You're still staying in Europe, Cash. If Double money satisfies you, if money satisfies you in this game, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. Nah, I, I don't play this that. game for money. I do it to win. Interesting. Okay. Do you, nah, you echo the same sentiment? Sorry, what did you say? I said, Durka, do you echo that sentiment? Yeah, I think I think that's a great mindset to have because when you're when you're focusing on just money with things. Um, it's very easy to to get upset and lose motivation and all that stuff. Um, so if you if you just do thing things that you love and you know you do it because you love it, then you know you can you know m m money isn't everything. Basically, money isn't everything. Definitely not. But I do think it 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 helps persuade. I will say. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, of which course. I think, and the reason I asked that was because I imagine that that is Furia's number one incentive is salary. Because I don't understand, unless it was an org pressure, right? The org wanted to force a team to get Nene for the exposure for the organization. I don't know uh, the real answer. But the reason I brought it up was because the rumors around the scene are just because Furia wanted financially to benefit more. And um, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you, you two. Um, in the same respects, it's a little different for them, I would say. Just because I, I agree with you guys, if you're at home and you're making a salary and you don't have the burden of having to pay rent or, uh, you know, live on your own, like moving to a different country, I definitely think that that can at least, you know, not to use the when you get older card, but I think, you know, depending on where you are in your life, um, that can become a factor and add stress and stuff like that, especially for older players who maybe be living on their own or focusing on their brand, stuff like that. Uh, there are no pro players above the age of 19 in Rocket League anymore. What do you mean? I'm 21. I'm getting Those, there. I'm oh, getting to the no, boomers. You're, Cash, your you're hands 21? Hurt yet. I'm ah, 21, yeah. You look so young. Do you, do you finish scrims? I turned 21 two weeks ago. Happy birthday. Thank you. Welcome to my... No, you're still not in my age bracket. <laughs> I'm 25 to 30. You're 20 You're to 25. 20s, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in the 20s, but for how long? I'm not going to say. Uh, <laughs> as we move on, um, back to a little bit of... I think we're going to... I'm going to ask you guys some fun questions I have written down here. Mm -hmm. We might have some callers, too. Oh, that was what I was going to do. Thank you. My ADD took over. We have caller on the line. Rhythm is going to come in. He has a question for us. I'm going to drag him in now. Rhythm, are you there? Yep. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How you doing? We're doing good. Where are you calling from today? Perfect, perfect. Uh, I call from uh, KC Mo. KC so. Mo? What is KC Mo? 
Uh, yeah, oh, my bad. Kansas my bad. City, Missouri. I got you. Yes, 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 yes. Are you a pioneer uh, supporter? See, see, I knew what that meant. Uh, I, yes. I that meant. <laughs> of course. Man. I'm wearing my merch right now too. Like, it's yeah, so, it does look good. What? I will say. I love the collection. I might have to actually cop it. Like, it looks so good. Hey, if you if you do that, use my code. I'm just saying, five percent off. Hey, yo, what's hashtag the code? What's the code? Ad, uh, hashtag just, just ad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. But uh. Yeah, my uh, question is actually for uh, Cash. So, um, Cash, uh, I checked your uh, Liquipedia. It looks like it's your first ever uh, RLCS LAN event. So I just want to ask you, like, how, like, what's the confidence level for you and uh, Quadrant just uh, going into this, you know, compared to, because uh, your first match is against South America, so you never played a South American team before. So how's the uh, just the motivation like and what's going on uh, behind the scenes uh, preparing to play teams that aren't uh, Europe? I mean, I'm really excited. Uh, Sorry. Thanks for calling Rhythm before you answer cash. I'm just going to let you go. All right, buddy. All right. Cool. 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 See you, Rhythm. See you. All right, Cash. Go for it. Sorry. So. For me, I mean, we don't really have any expectations set on us for the major, so I'm I'm extremely confident going in because realistically, we're probably the heavily underdogs compared to all the teams in there. We obviously play V1 first, which comes obviously a loud guy at land, so it'll probably be me and him going back and forth. <laughs> but um, preparations is just grinding hard and uh, trying to have fun with it because obviously it's the first, my first official RLCS land. Are you going to be going, Durkin? No, I'm not. I'm just not chilling at home for this one. Me. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna have it up on his other monitor while he's clipping in ones. Yeah, know? yeah. On the grind. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you only queue EU Durku or can I snipe you and NA and get clipped on? Oh, I, I sometimes queue NA. It's... I, I think okay. I've seen you once in I'm one game ever. I'm trying to get ever. on the Durku yeah. TikTok. I remember it was it was me and Tenacity, and we had you on uh, we had you on our team crow, and I think we in threes and we I think we won that so. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see an nice. upload though. That's crazy. Like, I, I could have swore I scored a good goal or something. Damn, camera cut out of the edit. You guys heard it here live. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. No, I Someone just, ring the know. bell. They're going round eight. <laughs> uh, Rhythm, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. We have another caller on the line. Uh, Hoxie's calling us. I'm going to drag him in. Hoxie, are you there? Mm. Uh, if you're there, Hoxie, you're <laughs> muted. We'll, we'll give oh, you a yeah, second. Hey, Hoxie, oh, yeah. how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. Where are you I'm calling great. from today? Oh, I'm from the United Kingdom. UK. Oh, another Brit. God <laughs> bless. I have to deal with all of you <laughs> today. Yeah, you're top. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question for him, Hoxie? Uh, I got two questions, or am I only allowed to ask one? Oh, you're allowed to ask two? Sure. Okay, What's I got one, one for Darku and Cash. Okay. Okay, I'll ask uh, one to Cash first. Um, Cash, how do you keep at the top of your gameplay and still have like your mentality uh, mentality up? Don't make sense that now. I'll wait. No, you can go, Cash. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just I haven't actually won anything in the game yet, and obviously, I don't see myself at the top right now still because I haven't really achieved that much yet. So it's just a matter of keeping myself motivated and wanting to be the best player in the world because I don't believe that I'm near there yet. Fair enough. And my second one's for Darku. Um, Darku, if you ever went pro, would you make your own team and build the chemistry up there, or would you wait for a pro team to pick you up? Um, I don't know. I 
if I if I was to go pro, um, I think the way it would happen was uh, me actually like be in a team and maybe make day three from there or or do, you know do well with that team. Um, so yeah, I'd I'd, I'd probably say uh, just sort of like a an own team, not a not an org. Kronovi, I love you, but I don't have a question for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Well, that's me, okay, Oxy. You know? What the hell? Um, <laughs> no, he loves uh, me. He are loves you me. kidding Back me? Back are you kidding me? Hey, I'm, sure. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. You're good. Right. I love you, you guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Oxy. Thank you. Call again Thanks soon. Yeah, yeah. All right. That was awesome. I love taking callers. Chat, if you guys want to call in, feel free to call in. Love hearing from you guys. I also see GC in chat. GC. I saw the uh, WCBC championships gone today. How'd you guys do today? Um, <clears throat> WCBC today? for the women's... Yeah, the European Women's um, League was on today. She's sub for Empire, right? She is. Top four they did. Ah, oh, congratulations. Not a dub, but still still nicely represent. Failed reverse sweep to Future. Oh, Future. That's rough. Future's cracked, okay? She's, you know, she's got the freestyler max on her. You can't be too upset. But top four, still pretty good. Um, anyways, we're going to enter some fun questions. DC, mm. feel free to call in if you want. Love to hear from you. Uh, guys, who do you have winning the World Cup this year? Uh, now, you're both from the UK. Please, please don't disappoint me with these answers, okay? All right, Durku, with you. Who you got winning the World Cup? England. Is that even a question? Oh, obviously. No, this obviously. Is, see, this is what I wanted to avoid, Cam. This is why we don't have two British people on at right, the same right. time. Okay, I'll be fair. I'll be fair. I'd say, yeah, start of England or Brazil. My two. Okay, England or Brazil. Yeah. Why England? Do you think Harry Kane can carry that hard? Because you guys oh, have, yeah. you have Maguire on your squad. The Harry Maguire on your squad. Just yeah. wanted to throw that out there. Best in the world. Best in the world. As a yeah, Man U fan, I strongly disagree. I, as a I Man U fan disagree. as well, I have to strongly disagree. <laughs> it has been painful watching him the past years. I'm sorry, Harry, if you somehow find this, you're a great player, but you don't work in the Man U system. Not for United. Not for United. It's so funny, though, when he goes on. I know, sorry, Cam, uh, you might be a little in the darkness, but when, yeah, when Harry I, Maguire I, plays for England, <laughs> he turns into an absolute monster. He's heading it left and right. It's unbelievable. And then when he plays for his normal team, he disappears into the shadows. It's crazy. It's yeah. It's crazy. All right. Yeah, you so, guys go wild with your, with your World <laughs> Cup talks. I haven't watched a minute of, of football since I was 10 years old watching Chelsea games. So <laughs> I, you have England been a long time. Cash? No, no. England have not a chance of winning. I have France. I think France, France are too strong. Oh, yeah. he's got the blue wall. Cam, are you a Sadly. blue waller? I don't know what I am. I'm just going like, to... I might not even watch. It's... it's. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm going to... Sports, woo. I'm going to like play Rocket League instead, probably. <laughs> the French are winning the World Cup and the Major. You heard it here first. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. There's not even that many French players at the Major when you no, think about two. it. there's two. There's three, right? There's yeah. Vatira... There's Vatira, Exotic, Itachi, and Atal. They're all it's UK. The Wait, Atal is French? Atal is Belgium, but he's from Belgium, the French. Belgium, okay, yeah, Belgium. Ah, uh, Belgium. And then wow. Astral as well, so there's five, right? Yeah, if you count Astral too. Yeah. Um, 
that's a good jumping off point. That was one of the fun questions. I had another one, but now that you brought that up, I did want to ask you guys, what's going on moist? Um, because for me, I'm scared for moist. I made a tweet earlier when they made the one seed that really pissed the French community off. Um, that said that, you know, moist get the number one seed when they kick their best player. Um, it wasn't at Vatira, just for the clarification. It was because I thought analysts were underrating Moist really heavily and that Vatira was a big part of it, but not the whole thing. And now I'm concerned. Um, you know, I love my Moist boys, obviously. And I just worry where the team's heading. It seems like right now they're on a downward trend. And uh, can you, maybe Cam, can you... Or, or any of you, just hop in, elaborate why that maybe they're struggling a little bit? Well, I don't think I have anything to stress about personally. I think, I mean, okay. off-season, most were left in a very bad spot when Vatira left. They didn't have that many options. And at last second, they had to get Astral. So they haven't still, I don't think they've had enough practice yet still as a team. I still think they're trying to learn a dynamic as a team, what playstyle works best for them. And I also do agree with you that everyone was heavily underestimated most with Vatira. I feel like Joy and Rise were slept on when Vatira left. Obviously, everyone was bandwagoning Vatira. Obviously, he he is the best player in EU right now, but I still think Joy and Rise are definitely up there. Yeah, I think I think you're spot on with that, Cash. I mean, it's just like when Vatira left, there's just this massive gap, and they just haven't had enough time to like figure it out because they played together for a while and they played a lot of like top top level tournaments and major finals together and that like forms a strong bond and then Vatira left and it just got like totally shattered so i feel like their whole play style has just been a band-aid like a band-aid fix and they haven't really had time to properly adjust it or play around astromore who I, I still think still still has it he's been playing a long time and people thought after ksc was having issues at like the beginning and middle of rlcsx and, and like near the end of last season or near the beginning of last season that Astral just maybe was a relic of the past, not not his old his old self, but he's he's still got it. And I think yeah, he just gets he gets underrated a lot because Vatira's shoes are very hard to fill. I mean he showed it at London as well. Astral was crazy at London. I, I agree. I think Astral's still one of the top players in the EU as well. You feel the same way, Dirk? Yeah. I mean, Astral's always been really mechanical and he's always been um one of the best. I mean he did have a bit of a drop-off, but I think that's due to him maybe not having the right mentality or not having the right team. Um, so I think, yeah, if, if, if you put him in a, uh, in a, in a good team with, with the right players, then, yeah, he's, he's amazing. Uh, now, what happens if they don't do well at the Major? Will you guys still feel the same way? Like, yeah. is, is the Major a tipping point for you, or you're still on board? despite major results. I'm still on board. I'm okay. definitely still on board. I still think, I mean, you saw in Regional 3, they had the bad results. I still think they're at that stage of they haven't found out what works best for them. And obviously, they've got this this month break now between the major and the major to, to fix it. Um, but I still think, even if they do bad at the major, I still think they've got enough time to, to work it out and become, obviously, the best team in EU again. And I feel the same way for Oxygen. Um, having at least seen their peak play style is a lot. And I, I don't like to make these comparisons because times have changed, but they play very similar to how my team Splice played. Very pass heavy. Um, well, I, I'll say we prioritized passing more than shooting. And I feel like that's kind of what Oxygen do. 
And one problem we ran into when we did that is number one, it's hard to play as confidently as we did in scrims playing that style as you do in RLCS because things matter and just sending passes a lot of the time, you can be terrified because if you mess up, it's a, it's a huge mistake if a pass is intercepted nowadays. So that's kind of why uh, we struggle a lot. But in terms of oxygen, they have way higher of a mechanical ceiling, of course, than we did. So I think they have a lot easier time doing it. Do you guys feel like that play style is sustainable? Or do you think that they peaked regional one because people weren't used to their play style and it came out of the gate and, and it caught people by surprise. Now they have some film on them and they're struggling a lot more than they did. I mean, for me, from playing them, they kind of remind me of like last season's Carmine with Nolly. I do agree they're very pass heavy. Um, obviously, Jory's his mechanical ability. He's, he's incredible. Oh, he's crazy. But yeah. I just think... I just think that that kind of play style only works for a little while because when people get used to it, you don't have anything else to fall back on. Obviously, you have the mechanical ability, but if people start reading the passes and everything, you're going to completely change as a team. Yeah, it's and it's also... I also feel like it's really hard to consistently find openings in the defense that are repeatable actions like you can't just set up for the same pass over and over and over again so you you need to have different types of passes all the time and change things up and i think oxygen surprisingly when their boost levels i feel like are adequate they can do that and they're very dangerous but i feel like when and maybe you can speak to this too uh cash and Durku is like when a team is purposely boost starving you uh, especially oxygen i feel like they just they can't put their foot on the accelerator because they just don't have the ability like like there's it's just it's such a boost heavy way to play the game that it's risky am i off on that assessment no i think it, i think you're 100 on i mean i'm i can only speak from the scrims we've had against them and obviously the the, the regional we played against them but if they don't have full boost at the times they want to attack they're definitely a lot less scary than what the, the would be with boost i would agree do you feel like that'll just plague them their entirety of their play style um um like what are your what no are you way. guys thoughts on oxygen what's their ceiling are they can they be number one in europe without a doubt yes i think so yes i've i mean the raw talent of all three individuals is is perfect for a, for a number one team in the eu it's just whether they can they can make it work cam i mean yeah i think they're just they're having a bit of a rough time right now i i do think um like they they just need an extra trick up their sleeve because in threes you just like everyone knows jory is in a 1v1 <clears throat> like he'll just he'll hit three resets he'll hit a reset into a he'll just hit something disgusting right if you give him enough time but in modern threes you just don't you don't get any time somebody goes up takes the ball off of you maybe you get it over him doesn't matter went to the backboard there's a guy there you've lost the ball and you've lost your boost uh you land there's no boost anywhere it's all gone it's a drought so you you need something else like when you're getting past players or you need to and this is kind of the harder part is instead of just passing all the time or sending the ball flying sideways all the time is understand when you get that opening, I think that's what makes Carmine really good, is they only pass when they see the opening. And it's very threatening because it's a first man pass to a second man, and the second man's uncontested. He's just waiting there. He knows he's open. He's calling for that pass. And I feel like half of the time, Oxygen are kind of just like sending it and relying on those mechanics and speed a bit too much, and it can lead to them just like 
kind of overcommitting or like just using too much boost when they don't need to. And so that's, I think, why they get boost starved a bit. Um, but I mean, if you underestimate them, you'll probably, like, if, if you slow down even for a second and you aren't just constantly on them, like, they will just peek on you. So I think with a team like that, they just need to raise their floor. And I think they're, they're a very scary team. I mean, how do you feel about them um, in the major Durku now? Instead, they are, what did we say they fell to, Cam? The third seed? If I bring up, a... let me try bringing this up and see what it looks like. Yeah, I think they play G2. Oh, yeah, that looks G2, terrible. What which, if I do that? Which I think is a rough matchup for Okay, that's them. even worse. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure, because G2's really only weakness is attacking too much and being counterattacked. And I feel like Oxygen are not a counterattacking team. Like, it's a battle of two offenses. Yeah, G2 haven't looked that good recently, though, either. I yeah. don't think. Yeah, they looked that was good in the quarters, of... and then they looked awful against was it genji that played in the semis they didn't they didn't look yeah. that good at all okay so gc is saying for sure they're the three seed now as oxygen which means they get g2 cash is saying g2 doesn't look good i have to agree with cash g2 looks um worrying i would say is the word uh and i'm i'm like i'm concerned for them like i kind of am for moist um, it's more of like a passionate concern. Like I really want the teams to do well and they're not completely popping off. So I'm concerned about that. You know, G2 not making top eight is a pretty big deal. Um, when, when you have the consistency G2 had of the last year, I think I would make parallels to like NRG kind of like when NRG didn't make top eight, it was kind of that type of shock. I think it's the same thing with G2. Now G2 were able to bounce back, of course. Um, but heading into the major, I don't mean to call Chicago out, but Chicago had a tweet this week that was like, EU dominance question mark. And I was like, Chicago, you can't, we haven't, all right, Chicago, we, as in me and you, haven't beat EU in the finals. We can't be tweeting out about EU dominance right now, bro. Uh, you know, with the, with the EU, EU kind of has Chicago's number a little bit. I mean, I, Chicago needs to make that tweet. He's he's the he's the workhorse of G two. He's the one who puts in the dirty challenges. He keeps the ball moving. He's the one going for more bumps than anybody. He's the one stealing boosts, making those possession plays, making the hard challenges. And I think when Chicago's on point, um, he's going to cause a lot of problems for Oxygen and open up space for Atomic, who just doesn't lose fifties. And JNAPS is always always plays well. He always plays a super solid third man and follow up striker. So I, I think. And the sign of confidence from Chicago is actually a pretty good look. You know, whether whether or not you think his claims okay. are valid to, you know, talking about EU like that, I think I think it's a good sign. Um, Dirk, do you think Oxygen... I'm sorry, do you think G2 are the number one threat out of NA to win the major, given their major experience? They are in the downward trend, but this is G2 we're talking about. Um, I mean... It's it's hard to say because you know G two was so consistent for a long time and then they just sort of suddenly just you know did really poorly. Um, but as you said, obviously they have a lot of land experience, um, all three of them. So um, I would I would say I'd say definitely one of them, definitely one of the one of the toughest from from NA. Um, but yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite for NA for you? Genji, because ah, okay. I love Jack. I love Jack. Jack. Okay, that was going to be my follow-up question is, do you watch NA? Because as a content creator in Europe, 
I don't know how much cross-pollination there is for you, as in, like, do you pay attention to the NA scene heavily? Um, or, like, what's your involvement level with RLCS in general? Um, I mean, you know, if, if, if RLCS is on, sometimes I'll just, I'll, I'll go in there and watch I don't watch every single game, um, and I'm not, you know, as up-to-date um, as, as some other people me. are. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, no, I, I do watch it a fair bit, you know, if, it, if it's on, I, I, I do watch it. I want to use this opportunity quickly to talk about the format. Uh, maybe about burnout, since we did bring it up. Um, and it's been a topic that's been discussed because of BDS's lack of headlines, I would say. Um, they've somewhat, they're not tanking, uh, but obviously they're going through a struggle right now. Uh, Monkey Moon has been very open about it on Twitter this week. If you guys haven't seen, he's, um, you know, opened up about emotionally having a hard time to do with Rocket League as well as um, personal issues. Uh, so uh, Durku, as more of a spectator so far in your career, do you feel there's too much RLCS going on for you um, as compared to maybe the old format? Were you as familiar with the old format? Um like when did you start watch did you watch Rocket League when we played like league format? When you were like um, five? I, <laughs> I used to um I used to watch like I'm not sure what season it was. I, I, I genuinely can't remember. Um but it was like it was it was it was old. Um Like they played like when, one match a day, each team. Yeah, yeah, it was it, it was when it was like it was it was a lot more simpler than now. Um it was when like uh is it Mouse Esports had like Cookser in that? Yeah, um, with Arju. Oh, yeah, that was like season eight or nine, one of those. Yeah. So around that time, that's Climb Splice said. era, just yeah. saying. Splice era. Really? really? I mean, kind of. We didn't have much of an era. We had like a month. It's okay. I, I have my glory month. It's fine. Continue. <laughs> so, for like, because you're the, tar I mean, not the target, but you're a big part of the demographic, right? Young video game playing do you think it's too much for you to watch like are you overwhelmed by the format or do you think as a spectator you enjoy how much there is um i think i think it's 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 good to have a lot of games obviously um but i think uh especially like let's say like someone new joined in watching rcs i think the the format would be a, a bit confusing maybe i'm not, i mean i'm not too sure about that um but there is a lot of stuff going on, and obviously back then it was a lot easier. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's too much, but I can see why it will be confusing for some. How about you, Cash? I mean, I have a different perspective on it, because I love playing the game loads and competing. I love the full competing, so I think it's a perfect amount. Personally, as a professional playing in it, I love it. Every time, <laughs> if, if, I don't have, if I don't have them regionals, I get bored. Like, I'll have the week off before a regional, I'm like, I'm so bored, I just want the regional to come. So I personally love it, but obviously other people have different opinions. And for Monkey Moon, obviously, it's not the best for him, especially with the ways at the moment. I think that... I mean, yeah. You, Sorry, you need, like, the. Go ahead. It's like, you know, back back in the, the old days of our of our League Play format, Karma, yeah. you would, um, you'd have the off-season and you're scrimming every day. But there isn't an event for like four weeks or three weeks, and you're like, why am I, why am I scrimming? You know, and half of the scrims get trolled because there's nothing on the horizon, you know. And yep. for some people, it's like burnout, and for other people, like they, they need a reason to like to actually try in their scrims. Otherwise, it's like, what am I playing for? Like, I'll I'll try in two weeks, 
what's the point of like burning myself out now when there's nothing on the weekend okay i i understand for sure for me i never felt that way i was kind of like cash i wanted to be the best in the world and i had a chip on my shoulder because i was a chick obviously and i felt like no one took me seriously so I had to be extra serious because I feel like women in general in video games aren't taken seriously as competitors when they are on, you know, in the scene and in the beginning, right? Especially when I came in as a streamer, um, I felt like my legitimacy in terms of competing was probably a question mark to people. So that type of seriousness I kind of always carried. However, <clears throat> I don't know where the line gets drawn because... I had to play, and if you think about it, I played seasons one through five just to play six best of fives when I made RLCS. So I think I played for three years to play six best of fives. Whereas yeah, now, now players are like playing 180 games a season. Cash plays six best of fives in a day sometimes against yeah. RLCS teams. Right. And I'm kind of sitting here like, what the hell? Like, I want to play six best of fives in a day. I would have gotten so much better playing six best of fives a day, six best of fives the next day, scrimming all the... To me, as a competitor, if you enjoy it, that sounds like a good time. I think the problem, and correct me if I'm wrong, Cam, because I think you've gone through some of the similar thing that I've, got, I've gone to, <clears throat> is when you have had somewhat of a success, minor success, like you don't accomplish a lot, um it, you know it depends on how you view yourself but you don't accomplish as much as you want and then the road gets much tougher and you've had this period of success and comfortability you know where where you find be comfortable with yourself and then things change and it starts to affect you mentally like ah oh, i'm not as good anymore like oh, ah yeah, i'm too old People uh like stuff like that People go through that you know if you have a very long career like it just it has its ups and downs um I mean, I, I won season one and then we got like dead last season two and then failed, missed season three, then actually did good season four, one off seasons. You know, I've, I've had the roller coaster of a career and the mentality can be a bit rough when you're no matter what, like you still got to show up to scrims with whoever your team is every single day. Um, yeah. But honestly, I think the biggest thing I miss most, even though the old format didn't have that many games, is we had off season like tournaments and other community tournaments. Like even before, I, I swear I played more Rocket League before RLCS existed, like tournament-wise than deer. Like we That's had ESLs, point. we had the Mockets, we had the Rocket Royales. All these were crazy long formats. And I was playing like eight, I was like streaming eight hours of Rocket League tournaments a day or something. Cause there's always something to do. Maybe the prize pool is like, we share 75 bucks or we share $2,000 or whatever the community prize will happen to be. Or if there's like an Astro Tourney. You know, there, there was a lot more Rocket League to play that wasn't just, like, ranked or six-mans. I mean, six-mans didn't exist back then. But there was a lot more outside of the RLCS, and now everything is contained to the RLCS format, and if you aren't a top-16 team, you just don't get to play. Like, you, you just wait three months now yeah. if you were a team that missed the Regional 2 qual and didn't have an invite to Regional 3. You just wait multi... You, you're literally waiting until next year. Teams have been sitting on the bench for a month now and will not play until January. And it is what it is. Yeah. And, and I don't know what they have to play for. Yeah, that's the huge hole in the format is everyone, I feel like, outside of top four, sometimes eight. Like, Cash, you are perennial, like this split, you're perennially top four average, right? I would say you guys are yeah. like a top four average team. You didn't make top eight this time. 
and like you basically do you feel like you were just watching this whole time like you almost didn't participate in the regional because of the format like it's almost like you didn't exist because you all were on the team streams right and maybe some of the mainstream but then after you're on those personalized team streams if you don't make top eight you don't have any advertisement for your org at all zero like did you feel the same way in a way yeah a i mean this regional this regional i just felt like yeah i was just watching and look at pretty much rooting for my friends because i'd already confirmed everything so I, I felt like a fan just watching them just watching the regional and just supporting my friends but just speaking about like the off-season tournament stuff i know i'm changing topic but That's i fine. do think that off-season at the end of the season isn't long enough at all especially for players that for me i've I had like a three month i had like a couple of weeks break after london and then there was worlds and i still don't think the off season at the end of the season is long enough to put in off season tournaments i mean they could even have put one in for bubble teams after regional three just for that you know something to keep fans interested in between the hype for the major and you know still giving the bubble team something to play for durka someone on the outside looking in, if it's not six mans, right? You've you've used that term six mans before. How do you feel like you can prove yourself? Other than well, I guess you say ranked, right? Is your probable instant yeah. response. But other than ranked, like do you do you think that you have a path or, or, or a clear path for you on how to get on a team if you wanted to? Like do you I don't know how to phrase the question. Is it like a struggle for you? Team? Yeah, like, do you... Is There's not a clear path for you, right? It, it feels, like, confusing. Well, I, I genuinely think, right, and this has been, this has been like, a, a way that a few players have actually done it, probably more than I think, but there's, there's a few examples as well. It's like, there's Ivan and there's Smokes, and both of them have improved and um, obviously got to RLCS uh, caliber from literally just like playing like hours and hours of rank today. Um, so they're putting like thousands of games of twos, you know, maybe some ones as well. Ones is a great way to prove yourself. Um, but yeah, they just put, they, they put thousands of games in each season. And obviously, you know, that now they're RLCS caliber. So I genuinely think, and along with six mans as well, because that, that is good. Um, six mans and ranked, both of them. If, if you really do want to, if you want to go pro, I'd say stay away from rank threes because that's just, it's, yeah, um, a bit messy. But rank twos and ones and also whilst also playing six mans is, is probably the best way to. So rank threes, the professional mode, is the worst. That is ironic. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, um, it's such a mix and it's, it's, it's such like a, um, such like a, what's the word like a a messy game mode like you you get teammates that don't know what they're doing and i think ultimately it just you know you you um what's it called you develop bad habits from it um and i think if you if you were to grind ones instead of threes that'd be like so much better because you'd be actually improving um uh, everything in ones but i think threes develops bad habits yeah no, just... yeah i agree with that like, I mean, you also you build bad habits it. as well from ones as well, though, I think, if you play too much of it. Yeah, that near post <sighs> used to be, like, a ma major killer. Like, if you were shadowing, if you went down the same side of the field, like, in ones all the time, in threes, it used to be hugely, 
hugely problematic. Um, that I remember as like when I used to be a ones main, trying to drill that into my head not to remember because I <laughs> enjoyed ones a lot. Um, but yeah, I think like, Cam, don't you think though that at least hearing Durku's perspective, it's interesting because he has somewhat of an idea to do, but I think the fact that there's not, I don't know, a clearer road to at least open up opportunities can be problematic for the scene. It, it can't just be ranked in six mans. I mean, the six mans isn't even a psionics thing. That's just like people made that from scratch. You know, people built that up. That community got built up on that. And for that to be like half of your road to being a professional, like uh, I honestly have been waiting a long time ever since their all X format got announced for Sonics to step up and really, you know, bring back that that goal for people that are just outside like the top 12, top 16, like what RLRS used to be for a lot of people that sustained so much. Instead, we have the RLCS, which is just the top and CRL, which is just full-time college students. And that's kind of all they touch. So there, there's just lots of gaps, lots of players hanging, and now all they have is really to focus and improve on themselves, which means it's lots of ranked twos, it's lots of ranked ones. Maybe they've formed some bad habits, maybe they don't. But, I mean, rank threes, I mean, I agree with Darku, it's just not it. Like, I solo queue <laughs> I mean, rank threes on stream. Games, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know. If, if you like, roll me in a rank threes, are, I'm going off the ceiling, I'm turtling are, up the sidewall, listen. Rank sometimes threes the is duo, a... <laughs> like, when you solo queue rank threes and you get that wild duo... Like me and Mystic, you know, yeah, it's yeah, bad. Yeah, those games are chalked <laughs> straight bad. up from the get. I mean, I don't. We're down five zero. I'm not forfeiting because like I'm, we're having fun. But like I'm that game to be is like not Durku, a win. Dude. I'm yeah. trying to get the clips, Cam. You just can't pass. Listen, that's the real issue. I'm just not hitting you out of out of the air. <laughs> but <laughs> it, you're right. But it's just like you know, uh, not that you know, Durku and Cash are privileged. I don't mean to use that word, but you know. Cash, if if you didn't have a uh, somewhat of a backbone of your career already established, you weren't a top four team, and you were perennially watching, right? You were you were like a um. Hold on, let me pull a team out. A Ogiri, who like plays on Friday, but they don't play anywhere else. They have no mention. Like if you just show up on Saturdays, you have no idea how good Ogiri is. A team that borderline is top eight, right? Um, and is always watching on Saturday and Sundays. And Durku, for you, you have, you know, you've done a great job building your TikTok. So I think you kind of have somewhat of a backing because you have like a social media prevalence. People are recognizing your name. And I think if you took those things away um, from both of you and you were someone who, you know, was interested in the game, has been playing ranked since you were younger, you're up there in like the 18, 1900s. You don't have a social media following. You don't have a team. I think it's a lot scarier in the Rocket League scene right now. Like, what do I do? You know, other than maybe add a pro and hope that they play with me in twos. Like, I see, like, that seems to be the road. And for me, it's just like, do you guys have a solution for this? Because is it RLRS again? Um, you know, or I know it's off the top of your head. But at least anything that I feel like would expand opportunity for players who don't have a social media presence who aren't known in the scene but definitely want to get involved i think um a really underrated thing that people don't really um understand is having the right friends around you or having the right players around you um if you if you're in a friend group that is is all better than you let's say um you'll have motivation and you'll you'll have uh 
you know they can teach you how to get better i think having having people around you that um are better than you and and, and all that is 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 a great thing to have okay so socializing through ranked trying to play with people who you deem have the same drive as you same morals stuff like that yeah and connecting that way that's how a lot of people do it you know yeah you see it a lot do you feel the same cash yeah definitely i mean my my own way of keeping myself motivated when i was bad was watching like you guys stream and just just pick it up on what yous do ah, differently to what i do it. that's just on a different level shouldn't and, have streamed uh, i know you shouldn't have I'd it's all your fault pro, man. This good now. i let I, we leaked all our secrets <laughs> <laughs> but like don't don't you think an rlrs though or uh some type of secondary format to support the scene definitely would be a step in the right direction for players who have nothing to go off of other than i'm 1802s and i want to be there in like a year but right now i'm just i don't have any friends uh cam yeah, like I, I, sorry honestly cash, yeah, anyone. This, might be, this might be a bit of a hot take but like half of the reason i just want bubble tournaments to come back is so that these these young bubble players have a place to vent their egos somewhere oh else my God, like away egos. from me like yeah. i just do not care like they're they're just hard gatekeeping, like trying to just be good at Rocket League. Just go play in a tournament, win or lose, whatever. Blow off some steam. Maybe you win. Good for you. Pat on the back. Tuck you in for bed. Whatever. Leave me alone. <laughs> go play your tournaments. Like they're they're just fiending for something because they have nothing, and so it's just talk, 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 talk all the time. Maybe that's why ranked is such a cesspool, is because yeah. everyone thinks it's a tournament every five minutes. Now I'm out here trying to Durku it up, double flip reset, and I miss and get leave you in a one-on-one, -on -one, and I get called dog trash, washed. Every single name in the book gets thrown at me because there's like there's yeah, you nothing. You threw eight MMR, and they're upset. Yeah, it's like, bro, just go next, you know. And and I have to admit, I have become victim to that though. I've, I mean, I've caused victims of that. I've been in that scenario where it's like, holy crap, bro, how are you this bad? How are you throwing my twos game right now? So I understand, but at the same time. I don't think it was as big of a deal back then to lose twos games as it is now. It's like you're in like a gladiator Roman gauntlet and you These have to trials. win or you're dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even I get it in lobbies. I'll play ones and I'll go for a clip or I'll, and I'll get flamed or in twos I'll get flamed. It's crazy how many how many people just want to want to flame someone for losing a ranked game. Major attendant cash confirmed washed by <laughs> random Timmy Bionicles 13 on the other team. Like, that's really how it's it crazy. is, though. It like, is. and again, phone lines are open, guys. If you want to call in and tell us about your ranked experience, um, but it's like for, for me, it's just it's like, dude, yeah, I can do the fundamentals and bail your ass out and sit in net for you 24 7 if you want me to, but like, I'm trying to get good out here. Uh, sorry that you can't save the ball. Like, get off my back. That's how it feels like. This is just uh, a message to stop solo queuing. Find some friends to play Rock League yeah, with that true. are like-minded. Follow, follow Darku's advice. He, it sounds like he has lots of great get ranked friends, because he gets, a, he gets a duo. He gets a duo. That's Darku's advice. Get some friends. And he's not wrong. Uh, it, it's such no. a more relaxing time when you have someone to queue with. So if you're out there trying to get Trying to find your way in to the pro scene, I think it's really appropriate to find someone who also feels the same way as you and is at the same spot as you. I wouldn't 
I wouldn't recommend messaging pros and trying to play with pros when you're not there yet. Um, Christine's going to do with their me. shot, you know? Our producer will duo with us, but she's like bronze, Cam. So I think we got to get some different teammates. Um, well, you know, sometimes yeah. the 33 hold on, games... Hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Oh, God, I, now she's here. <laughs> I one time hit bronze two. Okay. So That's like the average me, 1800s player right now is a bronze Calling two. me bronze is um, malice, and um, I might quit the show. <laughs> I wouldn't blame dang, you. Dang. I wouldn't blame you. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, the, the, the format can lead to burnout. Um, and you know, how players deal with that, I think is, it seems like it's really difficult. And as someone who has been a pro and is now, I mean, I'm not retired, but I'll just say I'm retired. Um, there's no, like, it's weird because there's not much to do after you're done playing. There's it, it's. I mean, if you go into content, sure, uh, there, you know, there's stuff for you to do there. Or if you have, um, a social media presence at all, like this is why it's important for you guys to build up your social media accounts, stream, get your name out there so that if the day comes where you aren't a player, you still have an avenue through the scene that allows you some flexibility and creativity. Um, cause there's no bubble scene. There's no way to build yourself back up right now. It's your friend group with the pros and you get tryouts or you're deemed washed by that friend group and you get nothing and there's no bubble scene to join and create a new team or nothing. It's you make top eight or you're irrelevant. And um, I think that that's a really difficult place that the scene has entered. Um, it's a bit of a slippery slope. It, it, like it's turning into a little bit, you know, especially with how good, like we're in a golden age of Rocket League, in my opinion, with how many games are getting played now. Players have just gotten so good. Um, even players that like, you look at them mechanically a year ago and you're like, oh my God, they're a dinosaur. And you look at them now and like, they're keeping up just fine. And the new generation of yep. players are absolutely crazy consistent with some mechanics that I would have never thought possible. Like these two. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like, I see things that just I would, did not even think that could happen. So with so much competition biting at your heels constantly, like it's just, it's got to feel like with how dangerous and open the format is that you just have a target on your back all the time and teams get to take a shot every single day almost at you you know so it can definitely get stressful and i mean if they're not going to add anything to the format it just extend the breaks a little bit you know like that's probably the best thing they can do as like a band-aid fix is just give a little bit more time in off seasons maybe even between majors or between even regionals you know just give some more time like players would like to be able to take a week off and not feel super punished for it Absolutely. I have to agree, yeah. I mean, I'm taking, what, the weekend off, and then I'm back on the ground for the major, so I'm getting two days off, proper days off. What's, um, your, what's your day off, you know, dream? Like, what, <laughs> what, what's, what's the thing to my do dream. with your two days? Oh, I, I like to go golfing with my dad. Some Aww. relaxing, just getting getting out the house. Uh, so I'll just cute. lay down and be lazy. Golf's a, good, golf's a fun sport. <laughs> just anything to just get away from your computer and just relax. But also, I think Cynix could add some for the bubble scene like the grid. I think the grid was really good in LCSX, but there was there still wasn't enough opportunity for the, the bubble side of things. That's a good point. Because when we played the grid, it was a kind of 
a joke. Not, I mean, not a joke, but like it didn't matter. And the the point was to have a wild card qualify for a playoff spot, I think. But it was like major, right? major spot. It was major spot. Oh, yeah, because EG made online it. Majors, yeah, because EG made it through grid once. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like the playoffs or something. I kind of like that idea where the bottom six teams from RLCS this week go into a top six from like a qualifier and play in a grid. Maybe I don't know. Or but, even the teams that just don't requalify and miss out because they they don't have enough points to get in regional three, just giving them that opportunity to just an extra chance maybe instead of just playing these tiebreakers would be a lot better. Yeah. That's no. a good idea. Um, extra. Uh, off the topic as well, do you guys uh who's your, do you guys have a hero? Because I think a lot of people look up to you guys and RLCS and Durku on TikTok probably um, you're some people's heroes. Do you guys, I'll start you, Durka, do you have a hero out there? It can be outside of RLCS, doesn't have to be. Um, I would say Abjack, definitely. Uh, I think because he, he's a pro and he's obviously really good. Um, and he also creates amazing content. Like, he's like, he's the perfect, like, sort of, um, he's, he's, it's hard to say. It's like, he's the perfect sort of person in the RL scene where he's got, you know, consistent really good content and he's amazing at the game and he's a nice person as well so yeah i love jack can confirm he is a nice person he he was on the show two weeks ago three weeks ago two, two or three weeks ago yeah for, for you. super classy super classy guy loved having him on um it's a good pick it's a good pick Dirk. it's interesting how about you cash i mean i looked up to a lot of players but i'm not gonna say a player i'm gonna i'm gonna be nice i'm gonna say my parents because they allowed me to have this opportunity to compete in a game which obviously gaming in their kind of age isn't uh isn't a thing and the, a lot of people would be against it and even now the the support they give me and just keeping me motivated and like i'll have a hard loss they'll come to me oh it's all right you need to regain and i'm like yeah you don't understand mm -hmm. what i'm what i'm playing but it's all right and they keep me motivated to keep going as well I don't understand what you're playing, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. That's so That's awesome. amazing, though. You know? Like, yeah. I remember, oh, man. Like, we were right when the scene was first starting, how many, like, players just disappeared over the course of a year because their parents thought gaming was just, like, not feasible. Just yeah, I had tragic, a few teammates who, you know? like, their parents would shut their computer off, literally. Like, pull the <laughs> yeah, plug. They're, like, mid-game, mid-tournament. It's like, nope, parents told me to get off the computer. And it's like, this is... This is the beginning of something great. You got to have faith in, in your kids. You know, you, you got to support them. How do your parents react, Dirk? Do they understand the magnification that a million followers on an app gives you? Or do they even know? <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Of, of course they, they know. Okay. And yeah, they are proud. Um, and they're also supportive, which is, a, which is great. Um, but yeah, they're, they're always saying well done. They're always... Um, you know, saying uh, how good I'm doing, and you know that's that's all I can ask for. Because I feel like the younger the parents, the more open they are to the idea. It's like my parents, when I first started doing it, it did not fly. <laughs> However, like when I um, started doing well in RLCS, my mom in particular and my grandma were super supportive of it, and still to this day they are. Um, and uh, that has been, as Cash was saying, like a huge. It's it's. It's insane to have your parents behind you or your family behind you and have people outside of this 
bubble we're in where it seems like sometimes it can seem like like how monkey moon feels that when it goes downhill your entire world is going downhill because people on the internet are ruthless like real bad uh oh yeah the anonymity with what you can say just allows people to just spew vile vile things whenever they want all the time and i think you know nrg are kind of seeing that right now I think BDS are probably seeing it right now from the French community. I just don't see it because I'm not among that French community and that pressure. Um, you know, I've felt it before when my team hasn't performed well. And um, yeah, I just think, you know, having that support system outside of Rocket League is huge for players. I mean, it's great until you realize, oh no, my parents who don't understand memes now use the internet all the time to check up on me. And oh God, they're commenting on my profile. Stop. Oh no. Yeah, Kim, I think your Twitch dad's chat. in chat. My... I don't mean to spoil oh, he's it. He's in but... every chat. He's, yeah, I think he's, he's in everywhere. As much as I love him, you know, parents posting on social media is cringe. It just, it just it can't <laughs> help. Cringe. Most of the time I'm like, get away. It's like, you know, your mom drops you off for school says, bye. I love you. You're like not for my friends, mom. Like you're not, you're making me look not cool. You know, <laughs> it's just like, you guys relate to this a little bit. Surely, surely like, you know, Oh God, my, my, my parents know how to use TikTok. This is slightly worrying for me. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. My my parents post on Facebook and like tell everyone in, like in my area about my job. I'm like, you don't need to know about my job, all right? Like, just I just want to be left alone. And my mom will tweet all the time, "Bring your ice and fire," and I'm like, it's all right. Oh mom. my like, god, that's so fine. good. She tweets think... every single game day, and it's like trolls will reply to my tweet, or I'll get a DM, <laughs> and she's like, "Who are they? I want another Twitter. Everything, blah blah blah." I think. I enjoyed uh, Jane Apstad on Twitter all the time. I think he's one of those good. Good parent Twitterers, if if they're out there. I think Jane Epstad has the exception. Uh, Cam, your dad has been awesome at events. I love talking to your dad. He's funny. He's funny as hell. He brings the, he brings the energy. Yeah. You know, honestly, a lot of the a lot of the the Rocket League dads, at least all the NA dads that I've met, um, you know, it's really the ones that I mean, obviously they're they're massive supporters. They go to all the events that mm. they're, you know, their That's kids cool. are participating in. So you only see like the really good side, but it's it's really cool to see like the the parent gamer energy, um, you know, feels yeah. like supportive, even though because like, esports is young, right? Like, and it's still like <laughs> I'm saying esports is young, and I I feel old, you know, um, <laughs> like, like I'm 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 nine years older than Darku. Like, there's a massive gap here, and like there's gonna be future generations still to come of like esports, and just to like get support from the people even older than us is just like really cool to look back at so i'm just i'm very proud of it and i honestly hope rocket league lasts like a really long time so that we get to like so that i get to be old and support other people you know it has and the tools too the full cycle of cringe can can come out and i can post a meme that i don't know what it means but i keep seeing it everywhere so i post I it i did and a cringe like, thing this week <laughs> and you'll be in your parents shoes exactly i can't I wait for the day time. there What'd was some do? there were some players beefing in na this week posting like things about each other and i thought they were friends just memeing on each other so i went in and i was like oh real cute guys that's hilarious i said like i was rating his dance moves 
And then they DM me and they were like, no, Karma, we're beefing. This is not like a fun time. You need to like, just so you know. And I just deleted everything. I was like, oh God, <laughs> get me out, dude. Yeah. And they all commented on it and like liked my tweets. So I was like, oh, geez. I got in the middle the of impressions. some- You should have just I got in the middle of, of some accidental beef. Just uh, take those impressions. It's funny. Those are, they're yours now. And I think, guys, to wrap up the show, <laughs> we need- your pick to win the major cash you can be as biased as you want i'll allow it um but in the major right now we got all the team the top five, top four from europe or is it five from europe five five from europe five, five yeah, from na five. <clears throat> um let me just list the teams out quick so from europe just for everyone listening we have carmine cash team quadrant oxygen Moist. Uh, those are your teams. Oh, and Liquid. Sorry. And Liquid. Then from NA, we have Gen G, Phase, Space Station V1, and G2. Uh, and did I say Space Station? I did. Then we got Cam's team, the Pioneers. Mm -hmm. uh, Power as well. Those are the two Oceanic teams. From South America, we have the Club, who look insane. And Team Secret, also very dangerous. Falcons are returning from Mina. And then the controversial James Cheese, uh, which James I don't Cheese. know, I don't know why it's a controversy, uh, are also at the major. And um, yeah, who do you, who do you guys have winning? I'll start with you, Cam, and we can work our way around. Uh, I, um. Oh. Um. You know, I was hoping I had time to think a little bit. Oh. Um, okay. We'll go to Durku. Durku, who uh, you have winning? Thanks, thanks. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'm gonna go with like. Uh, I don't know if this is. Uh... <clears throat> Like uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go with um with Carmine actually. I've I'm feeling um I'm feeling they're gonna do really well. I think if you don't have Vatira in your top three right now, I think you're mistaken. That is for sure. Yeah. I had to concede this weekend. The French wall attacked me. I I was like, all right, Vatira. I saw his game versus Oxygen. The plays they were making. I was like, all right, you win. You're the best in the world, dude. For now, it was incre It was really impressive. So I, I understand the KC pick. Cash, how you feeling? Are you going with the selfie pick on this one? I'm going with the selfie pick. Got the merch Let's on. Quadrant's winning. We're bringing it home. He's got the merch on. He's on the podcast. Hopefully the podcast brings luck. Cash, I won't give you my boost. So you're safe there. Thank I'll try you, and give you. it to... Uh, who's your biggest competitor? You think? Uh, I mean, NA's kind of sleepover. So yeah. maybe, like, maybe like the club, I think, are Falcons. The club are Falcons? Really? Interesting. Well, yeah, EU, we've played them all before, whereas, like, oh, you yeah, know, Falcons and Sam, Sam, they're kind of like, you never know what you're going to expect out of them, so. That's a good point. That's why I wanted Fury to stay in, Sam. Uh, Cam, you want me to go? I mean, no, I, I think I, I want to piggyback off that, because I think the Falcons shout's great. I mean, we didn't really touch on Mina a lot. Um, Falcons actually had some serious competition. Mina's been looking very competitive. Um, I actually think Falcons... I have really, really been getting a test in their own region, and people don't get to play against them very often. So I think Falcons are going to come out swinging, actually. Um, I think they'll do really well. I actually think they're going to be like a sleeper pick, like a dark horse. So I'm going to go with them. A good one. Um, and I'm, I'm going to kind of be biased. Saying this one because I am a broadcaster. Well, you can't for pick Furia, so yeah, no, I would have picked Furia. 
this is tough gosh because it's like gen g looks so good but it's na okay so i take that with a grain of salt i've said eu over na all day right now and carmine look hot as heck uh they look so good and then you have you know cash's team who has put together solid solid performances but i think for me i'm gonna lean oxygen which is a bit of controversial for me because the way they're playing currently i worry about but on land if they can do that play style i want to see how it goes um if they can like be as ballsy as they need to be for that play style to work the pass heavy the highly mechanics they're all three excited players going there for the first time under a new org i think they could pop off so i'm gonna take oxygen this one i think is my early pick and you're not uh, biased totally real pick yeah. no bias yeah totally not biased <laughs> no I, I i just the, the first regional for me oxygen were like it was like wow they are changing the meta i think the way they're playing is going to be the way teams are going to aim to play towards more and then the second third regional they kind of just lost steam i think if they can bring back that first regional form somewhat bias that uh, i think that they could they could make a deep deep run winning it They'd need some magic, I think, but they could get it. They could get it. Respectable. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you know. I think Quadrant. Um, not just because you're here, Cash. I, I think that like Snasky. I love Snasky. Is he is he a great coach? By the way, I haven't spoken to him. You know, in, I gassed him up so way long. too much, but he, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a good coach. I do gas him up way too much, but he, he's he's the best coach I've had in my career so far, from experience. Yeah, he's just, his personality, like when we used to hang out at Lands all the time, I love being around him. He's so fun. He's a great guy. Um, I've seen on the on the timeouts between games, sometimes Nasky looks very serious. Does he, <laughs> oh yeah, he's he like an old man. Demeanor? He's yeah. like an old man. No, not in between series, but like when we're at boot camp of the morning, he's like, don't speak to me until I have my coffee. Or <laughs> you probably shouldn't. And I'm like, he's such an old man vibes. But he's, he's great for the team as well, because it's nice to have that guy that, you know, gets everyone serious. Energy. Yeah, the dad of the team, I would say, yeah, because me and Ix are just kids. Does Kaylee ever give you a hard time? I love Kaylee, Kaylee? too. Kaylee? Yeah. Isn't Kaylee's girlfriend? Uh, no. Am I wrong on that? Okay, I You're apologize. wrong on that, yeah. I am wrong on that? Okay, uh, my bad. <laughs> I'm behind on the times. Sorry for that. Still love Snasky, though. Um, he's the goat. Yeah, he's awesome. But I also think, like, there's just this year, this... Read uh, major, I think, is going to be really interesting to watch. You have a lot of teams in form, out of form, heading into the major that, you know, one team did good early, one team did good in the middle, one team did good late. In terms of forms, anyone can show up. So I think that's going to be an exciting time. I do want to shout out uh, Dirk, you first. Obviously, you can find him. Uh, Dirk, you want to give a shout out about everything you're working on, where they can find you and... uh. No, you are streaming after get, this, get, right? Get this, get this yes. man to a mill on TikTok, guys. Come on, yeah. he's close. So, <laughs> I'm like 14k off, so yeah. It's no, a, it's just it's D R K U underscore, yeah. right? On Twitch, yeah. On TikTok, it's just Darku. Oh, okay. And if you want to follow my Twitter, it's D R K U underscore as well. All right, so you can find him on TikTok, Twitch. He'll be streaming today as well. And Cash, other than at the major, where can they find you? <laughs> Find me twitter.com forward slash iCash with two H's one. And I only have one shout out, and I'll shout out you guys for having me on. It's been a blast. Ah, I've enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Appreciate it's it. Been Thank great you. having you guys.
yeah, you guys, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, it was a bit of an interesting conversation. We didn't really focus entirely on the weekend and the major. We kind of got off topic, but I enjoyed it because I think that those types of conversations that we had are things that need to be talked about. Um, and I also think it's really interesting hearing both your point of views as someone, you know, who's an established pro and Dirk, who's someone on the way up, you could argue, um, also pre presence in social media and stuff. So thank you guys for coming on and sharing your opinions. Um, best of luck to you, Cash, at Worlds. Any final thoughts you want to share, Cam? Um, I mean, I just, I thought it was a great show. You know, we, we covered a lot of very important topics and... Honestly, just talking about RLCS with everyone has got me hyped for the major, so I really can't wait. It can't come soon enough. Yeah, keep an eye out for us in regards to the major. We'll have a major post-game show as well. Uh, I don't believe we'll be live doing our post-game show. I think something ended up happening where we're not going to be at Rotterdam right now, but we'll probably do something from the Twitch stream, and also we may do a preview show. Depends on how things go. We'll let you know. Make sure to also follow the... Um, pulling it up right now. The show Twitter, which I created this week chat, so you guys will be proud of me. Off the Post has their own Twitter account. And we managed to gain two followers, uh, nine followers, I'm sorry, in two days. So, you know, we're doing a great job. If you want to go ahead and follow that for information on the show, we would appreciate it. As we could literally 10 times our follow count if everybody clicked the link yeah, right now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Everyone should you, right now. Everyone you could have should. the power to do that. <laughs> That's right. That's plus one look for Quadrant at the Major. Yeah, True. plus one look. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely be cheering for cash. Hopefully Oxygen don't hear me. And uh, <laughs> Durku, thank you so much as well. And the callers, yes. thanks for calling in, everyone. We appreciate it. Hope you have a good night, day, afternoon, wherever you are. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.